Hey everybody, welcome back to We Lost Some Ships. Oh yeah! That's right, episode 22, I believe. Are right? we? I, I don't know. I think we're at 22. I, it's been a while since it, we've done one of these, it might so have I been, can't remember. It's either 22 or 23. Yeah. You know, when you have so many podcasts, like so many kids, it's hard to keep track of them. Yeah. Um, or when you have so many years on your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be it's 22 true. or 23 again. Yeah, actually that's true. You know what? Um, that, there's actually truth in that. Like, I do feel like occasionally I've... I have a hard time remembering some things that I feel like I used to be able to remember pretty easily. Maybe that's just because I'm putting too much new info in with all the podcasts I listen to nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's pushing stuff out. I hope yeah. not. I don't really know how our memory works. It's pretty complicated, more complicated than I'm making it out to be. But Anyway, we're going to have <clears throat> probably the best episode we've ever had since last time we had the best episode we've ever had. Pretty much a guarantee. But I, I have to start out by saying that I just went to the gym and I feel great. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to... Do some kind of exercise after this. So you'll feel great in the future. And I'm going to feel yeah. great. Yeah. And I got I tell you what. Well, a lot has changed in the world since last time we did a podcast episode. People are no longer, uh, you know, all people's relationship problems have disappeared. They're, <laughs> uh, they're getting together and having great relationships all over the place. Um, I'm not aware of this. Is this a, yeah? Is this a wave has <laughs> something has changed? I think this wave hasn't reached. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me. not yet. But I tell you what, every time I go to the gym, I feel great. See a lot of attractive women. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of fit women. A lot of women who could destroy me. Like <laughs> we got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah. Then in, in some ways, no. There's some areas in which women like try as they might, no matter how much uh, exercise they do, they just can't seem to get better than men at one is like wrist strength. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Well, I mean, too. but you know, hormones are on our you. side, not on theirs. It's when true. it comes to when it comes to building muscle, at least. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Testosterone. That being said, there's still plenty of women out there who could destroy me. Sure, I know. I heard a really interesting podcast this week. This is controversial, uh, but it was about whether transgender athletes who started oh. out as men should be able to compete right. against women right. because they have. Uh, some physical advantages, and they, yeah. they start out with a bunch of more yeah. testosterone and muscle mass. But just remember, stuff. there's no difference between men and women. Yeah, none at exactly. all. Exactly, none at all. Yep, it's just a continuum. Exactly. Can you sense the sarcasm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, we we went there, but we're we're going we're pulling back. Yeah, gotta do what um, you gotta do. What was I gonna say? I don't know. Um. Oh, okay. Another thing. So we're talking about this today <clears throat> because. We couldn't get any women to come join us today, which is, you know, symbolic well, of our lives in general. <laughs> that's, not, that's not entirely true. We've just been having true. scheduling conflicts. Yeah, 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 we haven't gotten an episode yeah. out for a while because we've yeah. been busy. But we do have some, we do have some female guests oh, lined up. Yeah. So today so, we don't have any female guests. So we're, we're going we're gonna to address a topic that's not as complicated gender-wise. I like yeah. to think at least. Sure. We're going to talk about the three R's. Yep. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Ah, uh, hmm. I think you might need to work on. Your, <laughs> oh, whoops. The other need, three R's. I think you might need to work on your reading and writing. Yeah. Well, no, dude. That was what they used to call it back in the reading, day. Writing, They'd call them reading, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Hmm. Okay. You don't remember that? I. That sounds slightly familiar. I, I mean, but remember that from spelling. reading history they, books. In they in, explicitly left out spelling. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, no, we're talking about the other three R's: um, uh, risk, regret, and reward. 
Yeah, that's right. Those are all things that I love. Yep. Risk, regret, and reward. Uh Uh-huh. It's the way to go. (laughs) We might come up with... We're throwing out a lot of meaningless statements right now. (laughs) Today's show is about platitudes. (laughs) Yeah, they're great. Um, (laughs) Platitudes are the best. Yeah, exactly. I had some potential client who... um, wanted to register a trademark for something and when I, I went onto their website it was like a bunch of platitudes and stuff and i was mm-hmm. like i'm not sure what you're selling uh-huh so i don't know what to register this for, platitudes you know? are great for marketing yeah exactly. well maybe they're not mm-hmm. depends on what you're marketing if it's something inherently fluffy like like these water purifiers that give you magical health or whatever then fluffy is the way to go right yeah um if it's about Legal services provided. Fluffy's probably not what what uh, is gonna close the deal. That's sure. That's that's true. Yeah. You know, I could have a mascot named Fluffy. Some law firms have mascots, as you've noticed. The eagle. The I have not uh, noticed. Oh well, you haven't noticed. Well, in <laughs> no. Phoenix, in Arizona, they have Goldberg and Osborne. They're personal injury attorneys. They have the eagle. I know I've seen law tigers, which are like motorcycle injury hmm. attorneys. Um, there was there was another one called Peterson Johnson, which was the bulldog. So for a while, I was joking around with the idea of like picking a mascot, like something that people wouldn't expect as a law firm mascot. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure what, but. I don't know either. Uh, something. Like a vacuum cleaner. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I was thinking of some kind of an animal, but like the Gila monster or that's an Arizona specific you know, yeah. lizard. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. or something like that. Okay. Anyways, well, anyway, you, we, get, you get the idea. Yeah, it's yeah. It's neither here nor yeah. there. That's uh, right. Yeah, I interrupted something you were saying, but was not I? sure was where I? you were what going. What was I talking about? Uh, well, oh, about well, how we I couldn't guess. get women? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you and your self-deprecation. Yeah. We do have, no, it's doing great. We I'm, have two guests, two female guests that we're going to have on the next episode. Yep. For sure. But yeah, I just have had some scheduling conflicts. Yep. But And then some weather conflicts. Yeah. But don't you worry, listeners. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And you're going to love it. You yeah, might you be will. blown away. That's our even Gila by this monster ep- guarantee. <laughs> that's right. Blue <laughs> monsters are only there's only like two poisonous lizards, and that's one of them. Hmm. It really. What's your like Komodo dragon? No, it's a Mexican beaded lizard. Oh, okay. But um, true. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I find we both need to curb our nerdy tangents. <laughs> well, nerdy esoteric tangents. It's it's about a decade too late for that, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, it's not, and that's going to tie into this to this episode. Okay. It's never too late. But go on. I'll definitely curb. I, well, you know, I think I'm more of a like, um, you know, like the Bible. Paul talks about like, hey, when I'm among uh, Greeks, you know, sure. I, I think I do that to some extent sure. when I'm in f- more female company. I yeah talk about more things that they want to talk about. But yeah, well, that that's good. But that's not entirely true because sometimes when I'm with my family, my sisters-in-law get upset at uh, me and all the rest of the guys talking yeah. about all kinds of nerdy yeah, you things. You know, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Anyway. Um, so, yeah, back to the state of relationships. Yeah. They're about the same. Nothing's <laughs> changed. You know, I mean, this is a big concern for me, not just personally, but if for everyone else, too, and for society. Like, Yeah. Um, um, well, are you taking enough risk? Maybe that's what we should ask. Oh, good. So, so Paul and I were actually, uh, we were at the place where we work. We work in the same building. Yeah, we have. For, for I, have I have this side job, and yeah. uh, we both kind of have this side gig. Yeah. Going anyway, on. we were we were talking to this friend of mine, uh, who's now Paul's friend too. Paul wasn't willing to take the risk to talk to him, so fortunately, to avoid regrets, <laughs> I introduced them 
uh, this last week. Anyway, we he's also an attorney. I'm not an attorney. Paul is. Yeah. Um, and we were asking him for ideas um, for podcasts. Anyway, he was talking about his career and how um, he feels that like his life's biggest mistake was going to law school, and that became very apparent to him after he gra- soon after he graduated. And since then, he's been uh, going in a different direction and trying different things. And uh, it seems to be going heading in the right direction for him. And, and he said, this is the thing that was profound, he said that after making that mistake, it was very freeing to him because he now feels he has the wisdom and the confidence to never make a bigger mistake than that. And he found that to be very freeing. Um, and we thought that was so profound. It's definitely a positive take on on a mistake, you know. Um, uh-huh. Like I feel like, so I had a friend, uh, kind of. So, anyways, the I don't know if you you didn't quite say this, but that guy wants to get out of the law now. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to be an attorney. Um, yeah. And um, what what were we gonna call him? We were gonna call him like no. He had a, he had a he had a nickname. He came Did up he? with. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay, let's just not anyways. call him anything. Uh, I was like, should we call you sleepless and or whatever? But anyways, um, I think he said reformed attorney or something. But yeah, I think so. Anyways, um, yeah, and I had a friend who we started law school at the same time, and then, you know, he struggled with his grades, and then he 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 dropped out after one year, and so he came back, and he had gone out of state, so he was paying out of state tuition, so he came home and just had like fifty thousand in student loans and hmm. no degree. Yeah. And then, and I felt like, man, if that would happen to me, that would have like been like a, a cataclysmic blow yeah. to me. But he just like turned right around and yeah. and ended up starting going heading towards dental school. And in the end, he changed his mind on that and went to yeah. medical school. Went to medical school. Yeah, it's totally fine, you know. Yeah, and I mean, um, it's not to say that the money is a non-issue. Yeah, right? but it wasn't. It didn't have to be catastrophic for his life. Yeah, it yeah. totally wasn't. Like he bounced back. Like in a way that was hard for me to understand, yeah. but yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, um, And I would say not even but, just money, but also just like the wasted time. Right? Sure. Um, yeah. You know, I think the reality is like uh, humans are very sensitive to loss. Yeah. I think it's like we need, a, we're like twice as sensitive to loss as we are to gain. Uh, and I think like when we're talking more like relationally and psychologically, like, you know, it takes like, I can't remember the stat, like 10 like positive like interactions or, or compliments or whatever to undo one negative one. Mm. Um, so, you know, humans were very sensitive to to loss. Um, and my I posit in this episode that probably, you know, we probably, if, if unchecked, that can be very uh, constraining for our lives. And if we, if we don't combat that, you know, uh, with a concerted, uh, aware effort, we can go decades and then look back and say, you know what? I really could have made more of my life, but I was too afraid. I wasn't willing to take risks. Sure. Um, I, I think that's common of all people. Um, that's a challenge we all face. I, 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 I like to think of it, I was just thinking about this in the shower. I was th- thinking of it in terms of like personal entropy in the sense that like our true goals that we're trying to pursue, um, Kind of like, here's me nerding again, but like the second law of thermodynamics, we were talking about this uh, the other day, but it's, it's that the universe tends towards disorder. Um, mm-hmm. And in a way, there's an analogy for that for humans that with, you know, if it's 
kind of like our goals require a certain amount of concerted, orderly effort. And and our lives tend towards chaos. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like you can't you can't be on autopilot and achieve your goals, basically. And you can't be on autopilot uh, with the assumption that you can achieve your goals without risking things. Um, yeah, in relationships and on all kinds yeah, of other endeavors, everything. there has yeah. to be some. There has yeah. to be risk involved. Yeah. Generally, and this is one of the huge uh, barriers I see in, in just single people in general. Like we're so set in our ways, and there's a few things we're willing to do to try and improve things, and a very long list of things we're not willing to do. We're not willing to risk it. We don't want to make the effort. I mean, it's it's not just risk. It's also you know complacency and laziness, but it's all mixed. Anyway, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, just I was just thinking about how, um, you know, rejection is painful and yeah. it, it makes us less likely to take the similar risks again. You yeah. know, you know, I'm certainly, yeah. I mean, it's tough because like, well, every relationship you're in until the one you end up in like long term, uh-huh. you could say as a failed relationship one way or the other, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, you might not want to call them that, but um, you you come out with both positive and negative, I think, Absolutely. every relationship you have. But um, but the negative aspects of relationships or of dating and trying and not yeah. and having periods of time in between your relationships when you're yeah. not finding, you know, someone you match up with or whatever. Yeah. Those are difficult, you know? Yeah. And, and I know, I certainly know I feel that. And I certainly know yeah. I feel like I get more gun shy when I feel like I'm not happy. I'm not feeling as much positive reinforcement from the girl sure. I'm interested in trying so, to talk with. But you know? what are your so, options? Yeah, exactly. If, if, it's like if, all if your goal do, is unchanged, then yeah. what are your options? Yeah, and all I can do is like, well, okay, is there anything about myself that I need to change that will help me feel more confident or feel better in the situation? And I usually can think of things. Yeah. And right now, there's things that I'm working it's on. It's a you know, truly so. self-unaware person who can't think of things Yeah. Um, that, that they could do that are in their court. Yeah, sure. start going. And if you can't think of things, just ask me and Bryce. <laughs> hey, we'll give it to you straight. We'll, we'll try to be nice, but, you know, everyone needs feedback. That's that's part of why people remain single. They don't want or accept or seek feedback. I, or, or they don't get good well, feedback. Yeah, it's hard to get. Yeah, It's true. Uh, one of my female friends talked about, and I know, I know I've said this comment before, but um, she talked about how she would t- tell her guy friends about her dating situations, and they mm-hmm. would give her more more salient feedback Actionable, probably too yeah it was more yeah. well it was just like is this is um they would ask different questions and they would be less yeah. it would be less like um pat you on the back and like i'm right. sure it'll all turn Which, out fine it was you know just, for women that's probably you know the natural impulse usually is to be reassuring you know and i, th- I think all people need a mix of both right and, and sometimes it's yeah. a matter of timing if someone's having a really huff, hard rough day you know they probably yeah. need more reassurance than they need like yeah tell me everything's gonna work out yeah that but you and, know when they're in a better frame of mind or you know to like you know maybe they do need a little bit more of uh exploration of of the the ideas and behaviors that are relevant, yeah so that's totally fair i think it's yeah. also true that if you're trying to understand the opposite gender it can be good to talk with friends of the opposite gender that are yeah. more likely to yeah understand it a little bit better and yeah. if, if they'll give you honest feedback you know? yeah um yeah so anyways yeah so yeah i don't know getting yourself to a place where you're willing to take those risks again i think yeah. there's some introspection that if you go through you can you can realize like you said you know or through talking with others like 
here's some things I can change. Here's some yeah. things I maybe can yeah. help me be more confident. You remember that study where that we talked about, I think, where the guys were wearing cologne and in <laughs> <and> the photos. <laughs> Do I ever? Anyways, I will always remember so that. We're getting self-referential here. That's okay. It's good uh, anyways, for. Uh, it's good. Um, <laughs> Download that episode. Yeah, it was confidence, on. and uh, this is kind of a. Yeah, that's This right. is kind of a continuation. I mean, these are all connected. That's these true. Episodes. Anyway, go on. But like, that's like an example, you know. Like, I feel like, well, like when I'm when I'm uh, feel like I'm in in relatively good shape when i feel like i'm dressed nice Mm -hmm. when i feel like things are going well with my job stuff i just feel more confident all those things affect my confidence sure you know and i feel happier and also like for example when i go to like a party or something if i have a if it's you know i'm an extrovert but i'm kind of shy and like uh uh, um if it's a party where i don't know that many people if my first interaction though is a pretty positive interaction Mm -hmm. it totally like i'm on a higher level like the rest of the party generally yep. you know yeah and then if i feel a rejection by someone else later on the party doesn't affect me as much you know whereas if my first yep. interaction is kind of negative it'll be tough you know i'll be like yeah well this party sucks you yeah know, or whatever it, it's interesting at, at social events like <laughs> it's like it's like its own little mini journey like I right know. <laughs> I, know. I mean I, I experienced that too um <laughs> and it's kind of like I, and this is you know but this ties in but like if if we want to make progress in in our relational goals, we need to avail ourselves of every opportunity as they come. Yeah, you know. And so, like at a party, if if it starts off crappy for you, I mean, I think that the common, uh, you know, inclination for most people's, oh, this this is a terrible party. I got to get out of here. And and maybe you do, but maybe you don't. You know. And if if you can find a way to bounce back, that's great. So it's almost like it's a. Uh, it's almost like it's a sporting event, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And there's a back and forth, you know. Yeah. You're 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 you know, <laughs> you're fighting against your if, your uh, demons, kind of, sure. you know. And and you know they're they're one team, yeah. and then you're the other team. And if only you could go into like a, a room by yourself and talk to the coach for like a minute, like here's yeah. what happened in the first yeah. half. Well, and that's why like a wingman can be good, or yeah. like a bathroom break can be good, or I don't know. But uh, well, but, but, yeah, yeah, I guess they. Um, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Um, anyway, I, you know, I, I just strongly believe that, uh, the ball is very much in our court back to the sports analogy. Um, you know, we're, we're responsible for a lot more than we'd like to think in yeah. terms of our relational outcomes and just outcomes in life in general. Um, the, 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 the kind of stuff, um, like the positive feelings or negative feelings at a social event, it feeds upon itself and like grows in that direction. Uh, unless Ten, you can tendency. find a way, yeah, unless you can yeah. find a way to change your thinking about things. Sure. I would say that's the, that, I would say that is the natural inclination or that's the, uh, um, the chaos. What were you talking about earlier? Entropy. The entropy. That's like yeah. the natural entropy. It, exactly. You feel a negative feeling at some social event. Exactly. People notice that and they may not interact with you as much, you know? Yeah. Well, or for um, sure, if your whatever, confidence you takes know. a hit, then like yeah. that's going to naturally affect your interactions as well. Yeah. Um, right. And, and it takes um, a deliberate, you know, step towards or, or reordering things to, to combat that entropy. Yeah, like I struggle with this in my side job because yeah. it, because I feel like I and we all struggle with this. Sure, sure. But that's not an excuse like, to, to no, let it define not, our lives. I know. But sorry, and, and it can be work. It can. It's legitimately yeah. can be work to like yeah. counter this stuff. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I, like well, a, I would say it. It usually is. Yeah. Well, at least. 
but the more you do it the the more natural it becomes but it's always effort yeah sorry yeah. but go on no i was just gonna say like it's a kind of a it's a kind of a um work setting where i feel hesitant to talk too much to the people around me yeah it's a big open open area everybody's yeah. in the same room i, I always refer to it as a gulag <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like all cheer disappears as soon as I step in there. Fortunately, I, I work. <laughs> I, I, I don't work there. I work in a, in a different, different floor, different company. Anyway, go on. But yeah, that's it's interesting to me because I feel like I sit like in what feels to me like the middle of a big, large, open area where everybody's there, and every sound you make can be heard by like thirty people. Yeah. And every conversation you yeah. have is heard by them, and and some subsection of of that group is going to be annoyed that you're making any noise. Exactly. Yeah. And in the when I used to go earlier in the morning, or really early in the mornings, and there wouldn't be that many people. Even then, I would talk more with people, but I would sometimes occasionally have someone come over and ask if we could like keep it down because yeah. they were having a hard time focusing. Yeah. And you're supposed to do a certain number of documents per hour kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's challenging for me because I feel like I feel like nobody there really knows me, you know? Yeah. And I've been working there for like a couple of years. And yeah. I had I did have I used to have one guy who would come down every, he worked in the Wait, how does this relate? Well, it's just because um I feel like we were talking about in the social settings where if you start Sorry, off I didn't want to risk getting too sidetracked no. and then regret that our podcast No, 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 no. Go on. No, this relates. Like yeah, the, yeah. my point is just that this to me is like a long-term example of where I feel like I started out kind of on a negative social experience mm. and it just kind of uh, snowballed a little bit uh -huh. to where I feel like it's not a good social experience for me in uh -huh. general. Like it just never is. Now I've got some ideas of ways to kind of try to counteract that and mm -hmm. I'm like implementing those. But where I'm Do you have any to, regrets but... looking back on this past few years about uh... working there? No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. I mean, That's I think good. I think a lot of it's just that my I think a lot of it is just my shyness in this kind of a setting that makes yeah. it particularly difficult for yeah. me to like. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, yeah. I had a wingman for like a year, kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that was really helpful. You know, it was, yeah, it was. But yeah, well, you know. anyway, I'm glad you don't have too many regrets because, but life is all. One of the thing, one of our life goals should be to maximize our. Our satisfaction and our happiness, and minimize our regrets. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, so you know, so I want to say another thing. So more on the reward side, you know that, um, you know, everyone everyone wants things for free, right? We want yeah. things without doing anything, without risking anything. We want a sure thing. Um, and sometimes you can find those, usually with strings attached. You know, I think of like credit card offers, like, you know, spend a thousand bucks in the in the first three months and then you get a few hundred dollars or whatever. Uh, even that has some risk, of course, you know, maybe it'll, you know, that'll induce you to spend a lot of money and then you're saddled with, you know, a sure. big balance. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, and this is one thing that, A, that most people, one of the reasons why I wish, well, what time are we at? Now we're going to okay. like 20 minutes. One of the reasons why I wish everyone would would study economics, at least an introductory class, and get a, a good grade. Um, and what was I saying? That? Oh, and just B, it's it's good for their lives. I, I'm probably kind of rambling here. I don't think about? that made sense. But basically, that there's no such thing as a free lunch. Um, well, yeah, you were probably talking about, well, just economic, financially, of course, you have higher potential payout with higher risk. Is that what yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you for re refocusing me. Yeah, basically, you know, there's this, this inescapable truth in in the universe, really. This is not just, 
human society. This is how, like, these are the laws of, of the universe that, like, you know, matter is not created out of nothing. Um, you know, energy is transferred from one state to another. Um, you know, th- there's right. there's cause and there's, a f- and there's Look, effect. Um, okay, but... Y- you, d- you can't expect free things. Sure, but let me push back a little okay. bit. Like, um, with higher risk is higher potential payout. Also is higher potential fall out you know for sure so it's both ways it's like the lower this is why like you know when you start investing when you're younger you can take higher risk because it's not as big of a deal if you take some hits as you get older you usually try making your risk less overall so that you you know you don't need as much growth yeah and you're whatever so 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 that there's that's true as well you know like um, that's true in, in relationships you know the higher the more risks you take in terms of i don't know overcoming your fears or whatever's holding you back like mm-hmm. um the more you put yourself out there well you do also have potential for more rejection and, and you will you know? have yeah. losses yeah you know, so uh-huh. to speak sure. you, know, you will have negative experiences yeah so you're um, gonna feel that there was yeah. a, i was in this um I, I just think there's there's far too many people who are like i can't take the loss i'm gonna play it so safe that i will never have losses and okay that's fine but you're not gonna ha- your your yeah. life is gonna be stunted as well it's not gonna happen but sorry go on no i was in this setting where uh it was a church setting and in a, in a lesson about that ended up being kind of about dating and um and the girl who was teaching said something like guys just be confident or something but to me it came across as don't feel pain <laughs> And I was like, that's impossible. <laughs> that's like guys saying, girls, just be really, really hot. <laughs> yeah, something akin to that, you know. That's like, what do you mean? That requires a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah. Okay, well, so so one of the things that I'm developing on the side, I'm learning how to trade currencies, not yeah. cryptocurrencies, fiat currencies. Mm. Um, and um, You're not going to get some coinies? <laughs> coin. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast, yeah. but Kanye was a cryptocurrency that had a, a picture of Kanye West uh-huh. uh, as well. It was like Kanye West as a fish or something. That's I weird. don't remember. It was something from a South Park episode or something. Okay. which I never really watched, but okay. Anyways, Kanye West sued them, and uh, it all it all it all fell through. So nice. So I digress. Uh, wait, is my is my microphone supposed to be blinking or not blinking? Not blinking. Okay, good. Um. <laughs> Here at episode twenty-two, we finally figure out how to use <laughs> yeah. how to use the well, microphone. Oh, that's why you couldn't hear Bryce all those episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, currencies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so you current you. Oh, you, I'm learning how to trade currencies. Real currencies. And, and it's with this company yeah. where where you you go through their training. Um, you know, you have a simulated account. And once you pass, go through their training and pass certain performance benchmarks and you prove that like you're, you know, consistently profitable, then they'll fund you to trade with their money. So there's like, you know, no, no risk to you. I mean, again, on the idea that there's no such thing as a free lunch, you know, they, they take a portion of your profits, you know, there is a, a subscription fee, but yeah. I mean, otherwise it's a really, sure. it's a really great deal. Anyway, the guy that started it, um, he was going on a road trip for, for their company and they needed a new truck. Why, why am I telling you that? I guess it's my own travel log. Basically, he funded a new truck just by trading in like a month's time. And I guess what I'm getting at is that being in this... Um, and I mean, I, I started trading stocks last year. And then I got into this last year as well. And um, I've just... 
I mean, and just in general, in the past few years, I've I've learned to push the envelope more and taking more risks, trying to be smart about risks, uh, and that that's key. But like, I feel like my life has gotten a lot better in a lot of ways um, be, yeah. because I've become more comfortable with taking risks. That in the past, I would have said that's too scary. I'm not going to do it. Case closed. Um, I mean, so with this example, I mean, you probably I mean this guy started out probably with a big chunk of capital, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, and then yep. he was trading off of that. Yep. He was able to increase it enough. To be purchase a truck. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, and, and you can't have those kinds of rewards unless you become comfortable and smart about risk. And that yeah. that's a key thing, right? Like, True. if you take risks that are stupid, then you shouldn't be... Then, of course, you're going to have some catastrophic setbacks. Uh, and that's one thing that I learned in this training is, um, you know, how to, to quantify risk. You know, like, here's mm. how much yeah. money... I stand to lose with this particular trade, but here's how much I stand to gain. You know, based on this chart pattern, I'm guessing, you know, I'm yeah. about 70, 70% confident it's going to hit my target, you know, and, sure. um, you know, and in, in trading, like you're going to have losses. Um, but again, if, if your expectation for, for tra- trading or for relationships or for life in general, if your expectation is, uh, I cannot tolerate any risk of loss, yeah. you're going to have a crappy, mediocre life. Yeah, I think you can also apply... And you're not going to grow as a person. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We've kind of been talking about risk applied to putting ourselves out there and, and um, yeah. you know, venturing out and trying to make, you know, get something to work. I yeah. think you can also apply risk to, am I willing to risk trying something out that I normally wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, for example, um, I'm just thinking about that, the thing we went to where the the uh, dating coach or whatever the matchmaker talked about how go through your go through just go through any online dating thing mm-hmm. and see the percentage of people that you swipe no on mm-hmm. and if if the people that you don't swipe no like the people that you swipe yes on is like pretty low uh then you know you're drastically you've got a huge amount of competition for those people and Absolutely. you're drastically reducing your your uh, ability to actually get in a relationship yeah because i think to myself like well, whatever it is, we're in like this singleness crisis. I mean, it, yeah. the whole world is, I yeah. mean, well, at least for sure in like the U.S. It's not just yeah. like in the developed religious world cultures in general. Yeah. yeah, the developed world. And um, and there's risks on both sides. And we usually don't think of the risks on the other side. Well, the risk, if we, if we are, if the things we think we need in a relationship are, are such that uh, we almost never can get that. Uh, then the risk on the other side is well, we just don't. We just all end up single and all reject each other. <laughs> and that's what we see. Yeah, and that is actually what you is know, actually and, happening. And so, again, my my thesis is that if people. So there's some risk. L- learned to learn to manage risk and take risks, smart risks, yeah. instead of avoiding them. Uh, sure. we, we'd have more success. Yeah. Um, sure. There's things that are going to bother us about everybody, but. Yeah, you I mean that's like, speaking very broadly. I mean, yeah, you know, doesn't mean you should go start dating like, people who are abusive or lack emotional intelligence yeah, or whatever. Absolutely, and you know, you have some things have to be in place, or or they, yeah. they should be like, yeah. you but know, you have to have but, enough physical attraction for, to the person. But for instance, like, you know, if I can pat myself on the back, like I've become a lot better about like going to social events without a wingman, even necessarily. I mean, yeah. usually without a wingman. Uh, you know, I've been learning how to dance, going to different different events. Um, you know, sometimes I back out of it. Sometimes I don't. Um, 
But I, I yeah. find that like I try to invite a lot of my friends to do it, and a lot of them are legitimately busy. Usually are, but yeah. Uh, but a lot of my friends like they just don't want to do it. They're like, it's like there's a, a it's work a, a yeah. list. Well, it is, but it's also like there's a list of things they that are in their comfort zone that they're willing to do, and a, again, a long list of things not in their comfort zone that they're not willing to do. And it's it's like if we yeah. don't if we don't push against that a little bit, we're limiting ourselves. I think we're gonna have regrets. It's true. I think I don't know if um if this is a uh, men in general kind of a thing but like for example I know a lot of times when I think about some activity and I'll, I'll sometimes think to myself am I really going to like see somebody there who I'm interested in you know yeah. and, and is it going to be like similar to a lot of other ones that I've gone to and yeah. and sometimes t- have a tendency to talk myself out of it but I sometimes do like going to stuff alone because I, that forces me to like interact with people more and actually yeah. get out of my bubble but yeah. I don't know I used to have a game with some with some guy friends where we would we would give each other a word that you had to work into the conversation somehow. And if it helps to talk to people, motivate was, you, then that's, extent, that's useful. You know, yeah. I don't know. Um, but again, you know, just, uh, it's something we can all, we can all can and should tackle in our lives. Like what are the things yeah. that, that I'm saying no to because I'm afraid not, not because yeah, there isn't the potential, sure. for, a, a reasonable potential for good outcomes, but because I'm afraid. Um, yeah or, or or tired or you know distracted i can look at my own parents yeah. and sometimes realize that in some ways if they were as picky in on some in some areas where i feel like i sometimes am they maybe would not have gotten married yeah you know and then i would have yeah. disappeared from the photo like <laughs> like marty mcfly like i'm back to the future um yeah and and I mean, of course, we've talked about this to some extent generally, like we, we perhaps on that in that way, perhaps our current generation in some ways takes um, are, is more afraid of risk. You know, yeah. Relationships than past generations I, have I think been we, where they just jumped in. It's like, yeah, whatever. Painting with a broad brush. We've been coddled. We're entitled. We're kind of scared and comfortable. Um Sure, like in yeah. these, um, you know, we haven't had any major wars. We haven't had. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did have the Great Recession. Uh, yeah, but, it wasn't. But uh, it wasn't. You know, in some ways, we life is so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, anyways, yeah. that was just kind of a random thought. Yeah, I was thinking about. Yeah, I mean, in these arranged marriage cultures, like that's a huge risk that these people are yeah. taking. It, it feels to me like a much larger risk than okay dating someone for like a year and then making that decision or something like that yeah i mean even in in uh in our culture i think in some religious cultures too you have where people won't date for that long and then they'll all of a sudden get engaged you know that's there's some risk there too but you know it's taking a leap and yeah well and again like you know it's not that all risks are worth taking but a lot more of them are worth taking than than we want to believe yeah, Not very. You know, for most people, I think. Uh, sure. What I'm really trying to say out there is, all you tall girls, you should risk dating a short guy. <laughs> yeah, you should. I know yeah. one. I know, I know a good you're one. Think, I know you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. I know you're thinking that 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 affects how attracted you are. But yeah. you know, you can kiss Sydney down, and <laughs> anyways. <laughs> You get the idea. That might be more than risk, though. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I don't. We're off topic, I, I think. I know, and I don't take it personally with, but, if that's something that gets in the yeah. way, because I feel like, well, uh, physical attraction is something that we, it's one of the areas where I don't feel like we there's as much, not, not that much choice 
not that hardly much. any not that much and that like what you're naturally attracted to and what you're not is yeah. not that much affected by yeah. your own decisions as much as i don't know what it's affected yeah. by but i don't know i mean i think i, I don't want I, I don't want to say there's nothing we can do and we talked about this in our attractiveness episode sure. but like there, there's always things we can do to make us to increase our chances of being attractive to people. Um, I, I know, but it's not so far that you can say like that any person can say like, well, I'm just gonna pick right. uh, the unattractive person who I like everything else about them, yeah. except that they're unattractive to me physically. Yeah. Like that's, 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 a, that's a recipe that's a for lost cause. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. don't take that risk. Don't take that one. That's not a risk. Yeah. That's just a bad investment. But if it's like. Well, it's like, know, hey, you know, this this guy, eh, he's made a comment here and there that raised an eyebrow and maybe he's not all there emotionally, you know, but uh, but he seems to be at the same time, you know, a pretty cool guy, you know, then maybe you should take a risk, you know, or if it's like, well, I don't want to talk too much for my personal life. I don't want to incriminate anyone. But listen, uh, I, I've, I've for sure taken risks in my in my dating life and um uh i've learned a lot um and and i don't regret those experiences and and yeah i mean i think that's it like sure um i would yeah anyway i would say um as far as regrets like when i look back on like my entire life like Mm -hmm. my biggest regrets with regards to dating scenarios are are just not giving things a longer try with specific Mm girls you know where Mm. i feel like you know i wish i would have tried that out a little bit longer Mm. that that, those are my biggest regrets like i don't feel like i have too many regrets in the way of i never asked that girl out because i usually got around to it yeah um, with the girls that i was interested in or or at least i felt like i got to the point where like i was pretty sure like without going out asking them out that they were already like not interested you know yeah so i didn't have to take that leap yeah but usually I i feel like um um, those are my biggest regrets, you know. Interesting. Uh, and and for a long time, I feel like there was. I can think of a few girls specifically, like at least like one or two, where for even for years, I would occasionally look back on it and think like, you know, maybe that one could have worked out, and maybe that's the one that got away or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was a one that got away, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to say though because I too I also feel like sometimes when I look back on past relationships, I sometimes feel like I look back on them with rose colored glasses and. And I forget all the reasons why I, why we maybe legitimately were not that yeah. great of a match, yeah. you know. So yeah. sometimes, like when I'll talk with my friends who knew about the situation, yeah. or I talk to you know at length about it, they'll they'll, you know, I'll I'll start to feel convinced that like no, if I were back in that same situation, I probably would make the same decision that yeah. I made then. Yeah, and and because there were legitim- I felt like there were legit- legitimately things. Yeah, missing in the yeah. relationship. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. So, I, I, I mean, I think for me, it's different from what you're saying, but at the same time, I think it's similar. Like, I, my biggest regrets in terms of like you know, that are related to relationships, ha- again, has to do with what I wasn't willing to do to to avail myself of opportunities, or or and or to you know make risks f- for my own self improvement improvement and attractiveness um so because yeah usually when when i'm interested in in a girl like kind of like you're saying same kind of thing like i'll go for it if if there's an opportunity um uh you know and with with mixed results (laughs) historically (laughs) sure um uh you know yeah so i find that for me like the the regret the regrets i have about risks i didn't take it has everything to do with like 
what was I doing with my life? Like, you know, what was I living? In, why was I living in my comfort zone? So, so deeply into my comfort zone. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm really trying to counteract that in my life and I feel I'm doing a pretty good job. Yeah. You know, there's always, um, you know, frontiers to expand into, but yeah, I can relate to, uh, to some of the stuff you're saying. And, and I, actually when you point that out, uh, about regrets, I think that's, I can also say, yeah, that's one of my regrets too, is like gaining this many, uh, gaining like 20 pounds in law school and then not, yeah. not keeping it off for, right. not kind of back off sooner right. because that Cause, a- absolutely affected my dating Because the risk of addressing that is like, well, then I got to watch what I eat yeah. and, and, and I got to like, I don't know. Well, yeah. Maybe that's not risk. Maybe that's... Well, okay, but there, there's a risk, risk of, not, of not acting on it in the sense that... Um, yeah, it was, it's not as much of a risk because it's just really hard. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, but it's a. It takes work. It's certainly yeah. a risk of not addressing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm guessing, and this is now I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, we could benefit from having women here. I'm guessing risk looks different for women. Sure. I, I think what, um, you know, what challenges their risk tolerance in dating yeah. is a little bit different. Yeah. I, I think for them, it's the it's they get spooked by guys. Sure. Uh, because we, you know, because we don't, we provide them some evidence, whether legitimate or not. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it's not, or maybe it's in between. But you know, provide some evidence that, like, again, that we lack emotional intelligence, that we lack the ability to, you know, be. Uh, I don't know. What is it that women find attractive? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes I know and sometimes I don't. No, but just to be confident, to you know, have material success and and social status. Um, yeah. Anyway, all those. Right. What, what I'm saying is, I'm guessing that um, managing risk in relationships for women looks a little bit different than it does for men. Maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. Next time. Well, I think also too in general, like in general, on average males are more comfortable taking higher risks that's true you know there are more often yeah. entrepreneurs of course in general in most cultures men are the ones doing the pursuing which is uh yeah. you would now i mean it's not that women don't feel rejection i'm sure they they certainly yeah. experience rejection yeah it's a little bit nuanced in that men usually feel the direct rejection because we have because in most cultures we're the ones that does the asking yeah. and then we get told no or right. or some excuse that we understand is no Right. Um, you know, whereas girls usually like um, try to hint around and you know and uh, fish for you know a date or whatever, and um, try to you know I don't know how you would put it, but like um, and then the guy just doesn't ask them out, and that's the rejection is that they yeah. just don't they just don't ask them out, and, and sometimes I think sometimes as a female you can you might think that like well this guy's just just dumb and he's not getting it and that might be true it might also be that he's not interested and and as a guy like we don't want like girls don't want to directly reject guys uh it's they'd rather do it indirectly they'd rather do it indirectly (laughs) but uh but guys are the same like guys don't guys don't want to directly reject a girl and so you know a lot of times i've experienced this sometimes and i mean kudos to the people um, who are better than me at this, who when when somebody like kind of clearly asks them out or does something that seems like they're asking them out, where the person... They'll nip it in the bud. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm horrible with this. Of course, I will say that most of the times when girls have asked me out, it's been like, I, I'm not sure whether they're really doing that. I can't tell because mm. it's usually like some kind of a group activity and it's mm. not that clear that people are paired off. Yeah. 
And usually what I'll respond to in that if I think if I think the girl is interested in me and that's why she's doing that, I'll usually mm-hmm. say something like, Oh, I'm actually like pursuing somebody right now and I'm kinda of busy, you know. To try to to try to say like hint hint, like <laughs> I'm not interested in I'm, you. I'm interested in someone else right now and that's always true because there is always someone I'm interested in, mm-hmm. at least you know, usually Yeah. And, and at least it's more, a non lie. It's a it's a um, yeah. I don't know, but like It's true. I, I'm not most people are very bad, at, and this is you know one of those topics we'll talk about too. But you know, having crucial conversations, right? Having yeah. difficult but important conversations. Most people, most single people, definitely are terrible at that. Sure. You know, that's why people are more likely to ghost than to say, you know what, I need to be straight up with you. Um, again, a yeah. lot of that is risk aversion. I know exactly, um, and it's un- and it's uncomfortable, out. and yeah, um, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. It's true, but instead we end up like. Perhaps I, yeah. I tend to think that a an unclear answer ca- causes maybe it's the pain is or the hurt is less acute right yeah. at the moment when it happens. But I yeah. feel like if you if you graph this, you know how in uh, in calculus you take the area under a curve. Uh-huh. I feel like the pain is the hurt is perhaps more spread out, but there's a bigger area of hurt, like a bigger volume. <laughs> if you give unclear answers, and, and that that person yeah. wastes more and more and more time. Yeah. Yeah. For example, I definitely have been guilty of uh, being in a conversation and a girl makes some comment, even like very directly, like, yeah, we should go do something sometime. And I just kind of like keep the conversation going forward and do not address that at all. Like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I just say like, I just say like, yeah. And then I just like move on to the next topic. Well, very I'm not interested in you. Let's keep talking though. <laughs> Pretty much. Or, 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 or a girl like even like being kind of like a, affectionate in some kind of public setting in mm-hmm. some social setting and i'll kind of like play along with it because i don't i i feel bad like rejecting and then just yeah. in the next opportune moment i'll like extricate myself from that situation yeah instead of i don't know that's where you and i are different because i'm okay with non-committal public affection you know if we're talking like you know lightly touching the arm or the shoulder or whatever i'm okay with that without feeling that there's implied commitment well, I don't feel okay. I, I mean, I don't feel like there's commitment. I just feel like it's an or implied ex- interest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I mean. I feel like there's. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, um, so those are some things. But I mean, I have a female friend who will. She'll. She told me that what she does in the situation is when, when, uh, um, or even just like a guy asks for her number, mm-hmm. and she'll just straight up say like, you know, I don't really see this going going anywhere necessarily, but you know, yeah, um, yeah, I appreciate. I'm flattered or whatever. Yeah. To me, I think that's a better way to go. The yeah. pain is more acute, but the overall hurt is less yeah. because the area yeah. under the curve. Yeah. Like, well, Psh. and you know, if we're talking like about minimizing regrets, you know, a great way to maximize regret is to never have clarity on on where things are. Yeah. You know, and th- to just draw it out. That's like, you know, that's a way to maximize regret. Yeah. I really respect women who have tried to pursue and and they've kind of gently but clearly. Uh, uh, said no. Uh, I I respect that. Um, yeah. but you're right. Like it's more pain up front, but it's more clarity as well. And uh, now, you know, in some cases, that opens up the question of, well, what is it? Is this a no for now, or is this a no forever? Um, which is hard to know because yeah, it, like there is some truth to to 
the concept that you know for or is this for, a conditional no like hey man get your sure. act together and then you'll be more attractive to me sure <laughs> yeah, like sorry, go on. i would say my observation in general is that like guys don't generally change their mind as much yeah. and and it's 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 way less likely for a guy to be not uninterested in a girl and then later become interested right. in the girl like for 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 example if they like tr- dated for a little bit or they tried dated they went out a few times or whatever and then the guy just didn't feel enough interest and stopped asking around for that to come around and work again is i think that's extremely unlikely it's must it's more likely for it to happen the opposite way where the girl becomes interested after and that's the way that attraction and interest works for girls is different yeah and it can be affected more and change more over time yeah and you can feel like I'd say more significantly, a more significant change in the level of attraction from when they yeah. first, you know, spent time with the You know, this is one of those so reasons it's why, tough. you know, God meant for this to be because it's so different. And so, and so it inherently challenges us to grow, yeah. right? Because like for men, the, the interest it starts out at its peak and then it usually declines unless it's reinforced and reciprocated. Then, then it, you know, a high level of, of interest can be sustained, but it's like, these are, these are have inverse slopes. You know, the man's yeah. interest okay. ten, tends to decline and the woman's interest, you know, it tends to start out low and to maybe grow. Anyway, sorry. Maybe yeah, I'm I think, detracting I mean, no, from what you're well, saying. Well, physical attraction is like the first thing that like grabs guys' attention, yeah. but, the, but it's not what, what um maintains the relationship like for that for the relationship to be maintained on a high level it has to be personality matching absolutely but but it is because of this like because of this observation and this phenomenon that tends to happen i think like as guys i think we tend to like uh like always have hope that like well maybe this will turn around yeah because things have turned around in the past i've certainly had experiences where i've pursued girls and thought like there's no way like this yeah. is gonna turn around and then all of a sudden it has something clicked in their mind and all of a sudden it was like game on you know yeah like, yeah oh, okay well, well i guess something changed yeah. in their mind yeah it was nothing i did yeah I, and i would say actually that is something that i have regrets about is actually and that I've, I've been serially i've done this serially and and I, i'm growing out of it now but like where i get stuck on a girl and she said no i'm like well well, not, we'll see if I can wear her down, you know, and it's like not no the capital N. Right? <laughs> that's right. And again, it's not that it's impossible for that to go somewhere, but it's like, no, man, there's other fish in the sea. You just got to go find them. Um, you know, I mean, leave the door open. Yeah. You know, but but don't don't become fixated on them. Um, so that's yeah. something I regret. And like yeah, I said, it's something sure. I'm getting better about. Sure. And. Um, yeah, sure. And and it's also true. I think it's also true that um, females are generally more comfortable, like, legitimately being kind of like friends with people that they don't yeah. want to date. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's hard because the yeah. guy, a guy, a lot of times there's one person that is hoping, you know, that something will turn around here. I mean, we're, we're not yeah. initially, like, motivated by friendship. We're not opposed to it necessarily, but like, uh, yeah, you know, sure. it's we're, like we're a, hunting, you know, that's, and again, this is one of those big differences. Yeah. Like James, who we had on the show before, James yeah. and his wife, uh, he told me this, uh, yeah. uh, this uh, account that he heard where the, yeah. the girl was like, well, I don't want to ruin the friendship. She didn't want to try out dating then. That was her uh-huh. thing. I don't want to ruin the friendship. And the guy was like, that's the whole reason I became friends with you in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> So for the for a guy, I think like for example, if a guy is not romantically interested in a girl, he's much much less likely to 
go spend time with the girl yeah. as a friend. You know, yeah. that's just on yeah. average. What's on the average, you know, for him? exactly for the for the male yeah, brain at least. For the there's male not brain, as much there's not as much incentive yeah. because it, so so I think so. Sorry, women. That, I mean, this is the way yeah. it is. <laughs> but I think we know you're different. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that sometimes guys tend to hold out hope for women. Yeah. I mean, both sides hold out hope. I mean, people yeah. can hold out hope for years. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been on both sides of this. Yeah. Um, but um, one of the reasons I think guys hold out hope is because they, they sometimes will keep having some in-person in interactions with a yeah. person, you know. But I don't know. I always say to myself, like, the metric that I always go by is, well, they spend one-on-one -on -one time with me uh consistently you know frequently as friends you mean well just women that even, you're interested in without women that i'm interested in like yeah. if they're not sure about me or whatever yeah. okay but if they'll spend one-on-one -on -one time with me like pretty frequently yeah. like every couple of weeks or whatever yeah. so it's a chance you never know yeah and i've had those turn into relationships yeah. on more than one occasion conversely i've had but, examples recently where it's like no there's no reciprocation from them like yeah, yeah. and that's you don't have to say I, your your behavior tells me yeah 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 uh, interesting stuff yeah. and i think i'm both i think for girls too the one the one female that i talked about earlier we probably wrap this up but okay. the one female that i was talking about other female friend that i was talking about earlier she she had asked her guy friends what do you think about this guy like is he interested in me mm -hmm. or not and all her guy friends just asked well is he asking you out yeah. you know and which to me is the same metric like is he spending one-on-one -on -one time with you yeah you know, is he investing one-on-one -on -one yeah. time with you and i think on both sides like if a guy or a girl if they're not investing one-on-one -on -one time with you yeah if you're not getting to that, then a lot of times that's dead in the water. If you can't get yeah. to that point, it's dead in the water, yeah. you know. But got to take that risk. I, gotta. I, I can think in my own life, I can think of a few platonic uh, counterexamples. Yeah. But but that being said, the incentive is different. You know, it's like yeah. it's because I want to be a good. I care about you. You've been a good friend to me. I I want to be a good friend to you. And, you well, know, what were they but, like? Like, what do you mean? Like, they're counterexamples in what way? Oh, well, just there's some friendships with girls that I'm not pursuing and, and it'll it just stays platonic yeah but but i'm still like i'll still make an effort sometimes sometimes to spend time with them sure um yeah anyway yeah i've got some but, friends like that too but i sometimes do that with the really tall girls that i probably would date <laughs> <laughs> if i were taller yeah. or they were shorter or they yeah. didn't care <laughs> yeah okay anyway should we should we wrap it up yeah we probably should you have any final thoughts or final thought? Take take risks. Hey, take your risks maybe a little bit beyond where you're comfortable with sometimes, you know. Yeah. Well, and I would say, yes, take risks. Start out somewhat beyond and then keep keep working at it, um, you know. Because uh, you're not going to have a great relationship without your own personal growth. Yeah, sure. Okay, well. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Get ready next time when we'll have some female voices as well. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and give us a rating. Thank you.